here we are. We're at the bar. And we're going to have a drink or two. Actually, we're not. We're not. It's far too early in the day. Because it's only 12 in the afternoon. But I won't judge you if you have a drink at this hour anyway, because this is not that kind of place. Yeah, we don't judge. Yeah, if it was a Sunday, I would have been drinking. I drink regardless of Hello. the day. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Pod Charles Cinecast. Presented by the Prince Charles Cinema. I'm one of y'all hosts. My name is Jonathan Foster, and with me every week is... Ariane and Hansa Poetry. My daughter. Oh, we got it <laughs> right back. this week. We're and back. We're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> My God. How's it going, Ari? It's going good. Going good. Going really good. I'm exhausted, as, exhausted, always. as but always. It's a good exhaustion. Yeah. You've been doing your uh, final final stretch of your yeah. ending your uni stuff. You um, had your big presentation of your, yeah. your final big, project. Yeah. Right? I had my big degree show. It Noise. was mental. It was really cool. Got to see everybody. Um, went out afterwards as per. But yeah, it was so cool because I had to keep coming into uni to drop off my uh, business cards because they kept running out. So I'm like, cool. Hit me up. Nice. If you want to hire me or make my show. Thank you. <laughs> How have you been doing uh, I think you should go ahead and drop again what your thing was. My thing was? People, if, yeah. What yeah. was your degree show? What was it? The project? And how can people find it? Find it. So and hit um, you up. I just completed my degree uh, in um, film and television at the London College of Communication. And we had our degree show there for, it ran from the 21st to the, sorry, no, it ran from the 20th to the 22nd. Um, it was a lot of fun. And I wrote a web series for my major project, my final project, which is super cool. It's called Wolf's Den. It's a, a mockumentary about an Instagram influencer who is also a werewolf. Ooh. And how nice. that unfolds. So it's like what we do in the shadows meets like. I don't know what to do with the internet, like iCarly, but I wouldn't say <laughs> iCarly. I wouldn't say iCarly because that's betraying our Disney Channel original um, yeah. show roots. But um, but yeah, no, uh, and you can find things about it or contact me on my website. It's ariannanandita.co. You probably listen to the show, so you yeah. know how to spell that. If you don't know how to spell that, just we'll, we'll check out it. our social media yeah. at um, the PCC Podcast. We'll, we'll make sure to find it this yeah. week. We'll link you we'll yeah link we you. i forgot to link your new website so oh, yeah to, no, that's uh, fine man put your website on blast that's fine man. Um, thank you i'm all right this week i've been doing a lot of prep for my life in the uk test Ooh, i've actually booked it in exam it will boy be, uh this thursday oh my gosh so literally the day after this um episode episode comes goes out, out. So, so wish me luck on wish Wednesday. john luck and then wish john congratulations the day after yeah i'm hoping it'll be all right um, oh, you'll be fine. This is uh, a part of our ongoing stretch of Visa Watch. Yay. The terror. Yeah. A little bit of a yeah. break there just for the yeah. guitar lick, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this stupid test, it, it should be all right. I'm not really looking forward to it, but I'm not really worried about it either. Mm-hmm. It's seemingly easy. I've taken a lot of practice tests. I've done yeah. okay on most of them, so yeah. Should How's okay. the studying been? What's your like study process? Uh, well, I've been reading the book. Mm-hmm. Just um, reading it? But I've also just been taking, I've got, like, you can download apps oh, okay. with the, uh, there's numerous apps mm-hmm. with the Life in the UK tests, like practice tests yeah. and stuff. And you can just take tons of them. So I've just been doing that nonstop. Yeah. And my lovely wife has been joining in, helping Shout me out, out with Julia. as well. Yeah. Thank you, Julia. And uh, yeah, so we've been dealing with that. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, got Steve fixed. Oh yeah, uh, how week. is Steve? And Little she's on the mend. She's great though. We got up really early this morning actually to take her to the vet, mm-hmm. and it was such a pain. Look at this scratch oh, on my, my arm. God. Just trying to get her into the 
I, I should take a photo of this yeah. and put it on, on with it this now. episode. Because, uh, yeah, we tried to take her to the vet and she was not happy. She did not want to get in that cat carrier. And I mean, who doesn't? It's restrictive yeah. and small. I think she's just oh, on to us. Focusing. She's on to us now. She is. She is. So, yeah. she is, she's on to us in the sense that you're using her for internet clout. So. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's what we do now. That's, that's how we get popular. That's how we get. Just stick an animal in there. <laughs> is that like the episode of 99 when they oh, yeah. try to get Holt? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just post, like, a, oh, post pictures of Cheddar. It's just pets. Yeah. Pets will get you really famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's been uh my visa watch how about your visa watch you, <laughs> you made any progress oh god um i've been so busy with uni that it's kind of just been like i have a spreadsheet of places i could apply to work for and today i'm just going to sit down and write cover letters and send them off nice so that's what i'm gonna do what else in terms of visa watch um i've also like gotten to a really good place of being like you know what whatever happens um whatever happens will happen so if i yeah. do have to go home i'll go home and if um, I get a visa, I get a visa, but, um, if I do go home, it's not the end of the world. Cause then I can just, you know, come back. Yeah, Cause I can yeah. still apply for jobs when I'm back home. Yeah. You true. Know? And, um, also like I, London can't get rid of me that easy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah. I'll come back. Like, you know, I'll come back. Yeah. I mean, it would be sad and hopefully it, would be sad. it doesn't happen that way. Yeah. But, but then, you know, know, my leaving drinks would be good... incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be a riot. That's, that, I mean, that's a good, uh, outlook to have. You know, yeah. I've been dealing with these visa issues for like the better part of like six mm-hmm. years now. And uh, definitely positivity is like your best friend yeah. when dealing with it. Just to remain optimistic. You can very easily get down. Yeah. And it's also spot, like, so. yeah, it's also like, you know, um, what, like if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. If it's not, it's not. It's not up to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just like it'll, things will just sort itself out eventually is yeah. what I've sort of learned. All right, yeah, so yeah. that's been... Visa Watch. Visa Watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess, we, you know, the logical next step is mm-hmm. just to jump straight into some user, user feedback. feedback. It's the listener feedback segment. <laughs> uh, funny enough, we've actually been a bit lighter on Twitter this week. Ah, uh, y'all are quiet, huh? Our uh, emails. Mm. Um, I think our desperate pleas last week actually <laughs> yeah. paid off. Uh, but yeah, from... Uh, on the Twitter side of things, I mean, obviously there was a lot of like talk about our last episode with yeah. uh, Ralph and mm-hmm. um, Unicorn, Unicorn Knights yep. and stuff. So it was a lot of good feedback from that. And that's cool. Um, thanks to everyone listening to it. And thanks for Ralph. And for coming uh, on. Yeah, from coming on and like shouting it out and helping promote. But also a really cool thing. There's a there's a Twitter account called Pod Bible that helps spread out like the news of just Sick. different podcasts and all that sort that's of stuff. That's awesome. And they asked, uh, what's your favorite new podcast of the year so far? And our pals over at One Voice, One Mic uh, threw our name in. So Aww, that's really you. cool. That's so sweet. Um, that's cool that someone yeah. even thinks that. You know? I know. Like, so yeah, that's sweet. So Meanwhile, we're just like constantly freaking out being like, we're not doing this on time. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's a constant, like, yeah, it's so stressful just constantly trying to like, it's oh, it just never ends really. Yeah, but it, you know? we're having but fun, fun and that's It's very happens. fun. Yeah. yeah. That's what keeps me motivated. So yeah, that's yeah, cool. It's like one one week you're like, Yep, we we've got this uh in the bag. We in got the bag, this. We, we're yeah. good. And then the next week it's just like, Oh god, we gotta get the interviews <laughs> okay. and edit. When do I have time to study yeah. for my visa? Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's cool. We're gonna make it. Um but yeah, as I said, we got some emails. Two mm-hmm. emails. Two week. emails. I didn't Whoa. send you one. 
I didn't send you one. Oh, just to keep it from me? Yeah. But one I did send to you yeah. was from Claire. Hi, Claire. Yeah, thanks, Claire, for sending us an email. She said you guys seem pretty desperate for an email, so here you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So yeah, we, you're right. we were pretty desperate, so thanks. And she said uh, the chalk wall in, uh, in the downstairs bar, which we actually are in right now. Yeah, we're right across um, from it, actually. Gives me stress, as I've never thought <laughs> of a film good enough to add. What are the best suggestions you've seen and the worst? To be fair, the people that come in here to write stuff don't exactly think of the best suggestions yeah. either, because they mostly write stuff that we're already showing. Yeah, I was going to say the worst things are the always going to be <laughs> someone writing down films that we always show. Literally. Or coming up soon. Or something they literally just watched. Literally, like being John Malkovich is on the board right now. And I'm like, we, we had that yeah, last week. Just please. showed it. Hey, Paul. Shout hey, out, Paul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, Paul. We, are, uh, we just witnessed a live shout out, Paul. Paul just walked by <laughs> to the toilet. We are in the bar. Yeah. Um, um, no, but yeah, no. We said hi. I always write the same film every week in hopes that Paul will, you know, listen to my pleas. Was that Showgirls? Yeah, Showgirls. Oh, we show that. We've shown that before. We, not well, this quite year. Quite often. We've not shown this year. Often. We haven't shown it this year. All right. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's a good suggestion. Um, I'm actually curious about Resident Evil being on there. That's oh, yeah. Funny, which that is, is funny because we will be oh my gosh. Sh- uh, talking about video, video game, game films, films this episode. Just a little bit later. Oh, wow. uh, and also, yeah, a live, a live uh, reaction to me getting kind of frustrated. Uh, Scott Pilgrim is written on the board right now. We show that. It's on the program. Yeah. It's coming up very We're soon. We're showing that, y'all. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. As far as things I think are the best, I always kind of get really excited about things that are. Um, Oh, God damn it. This music. Ah, so this is another thing. <laughs> Are you going to leave it playing? Okay. So while Jonathan is going upstairs to berate whoever's just put on music at the bar. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Shut it off. Noise. Toy it. Yeah, as I was saying, I think uh, <laughs> some things that I really enjoy seeing on the board are just, I don't know, weird things from my childhood that I really liked. Really? Like what? Like, I don't have any good examples right okay. now, which kind of sucks because it, it would help if there was something on the board right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know, when you, you just haven't thought about a film for like, yeah. you know, 20 years and then you just see like, it oh. and you're like, oh, yeah. Well, I forgot about that. Yeah. So sorry, I don't have a better answer for I the like best it. things. I like it when um, people write down films that I really want to see before I write them on. Like somebody put The Revenant on there and I'm like, yeah, fucking love that movie. Yeah. Let's, go, let's go screen that. Yeah, so thanks so, for yep. sending that email, Claire. Thank you, Claire. Um, that's actually a really good question. Um, but I say just don't be afraid to write anything you want to write on there as but long as it's yeah. something that like we don't regularly show or yeah. things that... Double check our program yeah. before you yeah. ask for it. Yeah, just... Uh, but yeah, anything unique or mm-hmm. fun that would be new and just different yeah. would be great. So yeah. Um, and also we got an email from uh, Jamie. Our Jamie. Our Jamie. Hi, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Finally listening, is, we see. The subject is, there you go, bros. <laughs> Basically all he said was, have an email, hose. <laughs> now get on with it. XOXOXOXO. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. We love you. Uh, this is projectionist Jamie. I think yeah. we, he's the one that we've uh, joked about a few times. He's going to be on um, eventually. About our levels in the past. Yeah. And we will have him on, hopefully. And we love Jamie very so, much. Yeah. I guess we should just move on to what's on this week in the program. Mm-hmm. And we are talking about Friday, the 28th of June. Oh, it's already the end of June. Yeah, that's Ooh, crazy. That we were just crazy. saying, oh my God, it's June. It's almost like, no, now it's the end of June. Oh, yeah. Time, it moves. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> um... I guess we should just tell everyone yeah. what's the big film this week. Dun-dun. Dun-dun. <laughs> it's Jaws. 
There is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion, and without logic. It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil and gave him jaws. <laughs> From the best-selling novel, Jaws. Maybe too intense for younger children. Jaws. We're yeah. showing Jaws. Jaws the whole week. The uh, whole I mean, week. you have no excuse not to just spend your yep. entire week here at the mm-hmm. cinema. I think this week is probably one of the best, like, pound for pound weeks Completely. at the cinema. Yeah. Like, the, Summer's since we've been always doing great. this, yeah. like, podcast, it's yeah. nuts. It's nuts this week. It's I was just looking week. at it. I was like, Jesus, this, this week, like, no other week has any chance. Yeah. So, yeah, Jaws. Uh, it's Steven Spielberg's 1975 masterpiece, I would say. And it was oh, yeah. uh, based on Peter Benchley's novel of the same name. And Benchley actually helped write the screenplay for this as uh-huh. well. Um, it's when a, when a young woman is killed by a shark while skinny dipping near the New England tourist town of Amity Island, police chief Martin Brody, who's played by Roy Scheider, wants to close the beaches. But Mayor Larry Vaughn overrules him, fearing that the loss of tourist revenue will cripple the town. Ichthyologist Matt Hooper and Grizzle ship captain Quint offer to help Brody ca- capture the killer beast, and the trio engage on an epic battle of man versus nature. What an awesome! What an awesome premise! Concept. <laughs> like what it's a, there's nothing such like a it. Great film. Uh, we talked Honestly. about this before. Like, yeah, we were talking about Jaws and Jaws too. Yeah, um, yeah. earlier on in the season. If you want to mm-hmm. check that out, episode yeah. two with Tams and Cleary. Yeah, and I was just saying that it's like literally the film that just gave me chills like yeah, watching it in cinema. It's still scary. Like <laughs> to this day. Well, just even more than that, just like um this is like when I was already working here and stuff and mm-hmm. like I was just ushering the film one night. Yeah. I was I was watching like Tremors and Jaws mm-hmm. as a double feature yeah. and like Jaws is like it's so epic, it's so amazing, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just it's... like literally gave me like goose pimples. Like I was just like, oh, this is so awesome it's to see. sick and i've seen it 10 billion times yeah it's one of those films that like any chance i can see it i'm gonna try to watch yeah, it yeah. i'm definitely so, yeah. gonna come in to watch it yep. like i'm not gonna watch it while i'm on shift because that's just gonna yeah. ruin I'm, it for me i might come in because it's showing the whole week yeah including just in time for our annual screening of it on Woo! the fourth of july Woo! It, like every year it seems to be shown on fourth of july, july. And you're going to spend your yeah. four, you're going to spend your 4th of July watching Jaws. Yeah, what else is an American That's in true. What's what's a, yeah, what's an what's an American like, thing? 2 for years you to ago do? I spent my 4th of July I was about to come to the cinema to see Jaws. Mm-hmm. But they had this big MLB London thing like oh, the, like yeah, Major League yeah, yeah. Baseball actually yeah, yeah. Came, came to London. To London and did this big thing at Hyde Park and I just got stuck watching a crazy home run derby thing. <laughs> um but there's nothing that cool going on this year I don't yeah. think. So I think I might just watch Come Jaws. Come Jaws. Yeah. It was shot mostly on location in Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts, yep. which is uh, pretty crazy because uh, it was like literally Spielberg, instead of going into a yeah, studio, yeah. was shooting out, out on the, the ocean, ocean scene, yeah. which is nuts. Which is cool. Um, I remember watching like a Mythbusters episode about how they did like the animatronic shark and yeah. stuff. And I was just like, this is mental. Like normal people with, you know, I think 
me coming from like a producer background being like with a oh what's the easiest and safest way we could do this oh get a studio and get a tank and then do all the water shark stuff there but then spielberg was like nah yeah it's crazy <laughs> which I mean, is so cool the thing is they they uh had a lot of malfunctions with that yeah shark. of course they did test it mm -hmm. beforehand and i think it was like non-salt water it was yeah like yeah that, that definitely will affect and uh it was your machines. fine yeah. you know in in the test but then as soon as they took it to the sea salt, yeah yeah the salt just ruined no. it but yeah, uh, Spielberg fe feared that it would look bad on film, the actual animatronic shark. So that was like why the decision was uh, made to not show the shark yeah, until which towards is the end of the film, which my, works so perfectly. That's my favorite thing about monster yeah, movies or disaster films. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like you don't, that, like lots of films have been ruined for me because they decided to show the monster at the end, even though they've built it. Mm -hmm. Like Jaws does it in a different way, but like with stuff like I don't know, like A Quiet Place or yeah. The Meg, like you're, well, The Meg is different. That's more spectacle, but like yeah. with stuff like A Quiet Place, it's or Bird Box, it's like I don't need to see that. I don't. It's sc much scarier to know yeah. that you are physically terrified by the unknown. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, and it's funny because how how it can work that way as well because it's like obviously. Um, a famous example of someone trying to use that suspense of the unknown yeah. uh, with a monster in yeah. a film was the Godzilla film yeah, from a yeah, few yeah, years yeah. ago. Not the King of the Monsters, then, but the recent one. The like, one with Aaron Taylor-Johnson and yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with that film, they very much tried to go the Jaws route where yeah, they were yeah. going to like just keep Godzilla mostly hidden, hidden for yeah, most yeah, of the yeah. film, which I think actually kind of... Works, to, well, no, I think it took the air out of the film because, because I feel yeah. like when you go to see a Godzilla film, you're you expecting to see, see Godzilla. the kaiju monsters. And like that's the thing, because so. I think it's a matter of scale as well, because mm. like, obviously a shark compared to Godzilla is tiny, yeah. so you can kind of get away with hiding a shark. And sharks mm -hmm. are very stealthy anyway, because that's yeah. just the nature of what they are as animals. But with stuff like Godzilla or King Kong, like if they sneak around, that kind of defeats the purpose yeah. of the whole, you know, size and everything. Definitely. So I just think it's... Have you ever read the book before? Jaws. No, I'd it's, like to. Paul Paul uh, lent it to me. Shall I ask um, Paul? Shall I, Paul? To, uh, <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll ask him later. Yeah, we see if he still has it. Um, that book is crazy. It was a really good read, uh -huh. but I'm so glad I saw the film first. Okay. And it's one of those things. Like, it's funny. There was a thing going around on Twitter the other day yeah. about like films yeah. that like are Been better a, than the book. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, it's a great book. I think it's worth a read, yeah. but I think the film, oh my God, like... Blows it out of the going, water. Hey. You know, you, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, when I was reading the book and stuff, I was just seeing... You know, it's kind of a shame, you know, when you read mm -hmm. a book after you've seen a film, yeah. you just picture those characters from the film. Mm -hmm. But the descriptions of the characters are way different in yeah. the book. But it also just, like, made me very, like, sad and uncomfortable because the characters Aww. in the book... Film, oh, in the book are way worse yeah they're so they're, they're like terrible people beings. yeah that's always i mean yeah. that's the thing also like in in books and in most films like you love seeing terrible people yeah true know, get messed up but, but spielberg just does yeah so, like oh man he just makes things so lovely like just yeah characters and he makes just it important and you care mm -hmm. about them and like the and relationships it becomes, yeah. it becomes so more accessible yeah. which is good because it's not one of those obviously it's a blockbuster so yeah. like you're not going to want to hate people that you're going to spend an hour and a half with and throw all your money towards so. yeah definitely speaking of which it was the first movie to reach the coveted 100 million dollar mark in theatrical yeah. rentals which is about 45 percent of the box office gross uh so it made a shit ton more than that Woof. um it was the highest grossing film of all time in the u.s until star wars episode yeah. 
four, sorry, mm-hmm. just Star Wars at the time, yeah. but it would go on to be called it's Episode Four: A New Hope. Yep. Um, nineteen seventy-seven. So it only kept that crown for a couple of years, but you know, with inflation and everything, it's still up there with one yeah, of the highest grossing films of all time. Definitely. Um, Robert Shaw and Richard Dreyfuss, who were uh, Quint and Matt mm-hmm. Hooper, they couldn't stand each other. Yep. Uh, oh, in Richard real life, Dreyfus. and the two argued all the time. Uh, which resulted in some good tension between Hooper and Quint yeah. on, on screen, set, yeah. which kind of works. Um, Do you but, think that um, um, The Rock and Vin Diesel are modern days, like <laughs> <laughs> that version of that? Because it adds Maybe, to the tension yeah. in the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, we'll see with uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, if uh, for some reason, can we do a special Fast and Furious episode someday? Appears, yeah, that'd be really fun. Oh my actually. god, I love. Those I'm really movies. excited for Hobbs and Shaw. I'm so excited. It looks really fun. Um, it's a. I mean, it is a shame that. Vin Diesel and, and the, the Rock, Rock don't like getting, each other. Getting along, yeah. And who knows if they'll ever do another one together? That's true. But you know, clearly they right. haven't done any movies together <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert Shaw is amazing in this. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Like, He's so good. Oh my god, that just that whole uh, Indianapolis scene mm-hmm. and that scene's amazing. It gets parodied a lot. Yeah. Most famously, there's the Always oh, Sunny yeah, scene yeah, yeah, yeah. where Charlie Stutz. Yeah. Doing the whole spill. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> but, love uh, that show. It's so good. Shout out Charlie Day. Yeah. According to the writer Carl uh, Gottlieb, sorry, weird name, uh, the line, you're going to need a bigger boat, mm-hmm. uh, was not scripted. Yeah. But it was ad libbed by Roy Scheider. That's awesome. Which is amazing. And, and that's like the most him, iconic line. Yeah. Thanks to him for that gonna, line, we can gonna use, we're going to need a bigger cinema every yeah, time. Every time. We show Jaws. We're going to need a bigger <laughs> cinema. Uh, as we were saying, Jaws shows from Friday the 28th. It's for the whole week. It's just so, in time for 4th of July. Woo! On Thursday, you can get your tickets at PrinceJawsCinema.com. Um, that's our main film this week, but uh, Jesus, some other picks. That's, there's so many picks so this week. So many. And they're all Spielberg They're films. all Spielberg <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say. Like, I was checking the, the um, listings today being like, oh, wait. Yeah. They're all Spielberg. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I'm really excited for Close Encounters because I've never seen it before. You've never seen it? I've oh, never seen it before, man. so I'm definitely coming in to see yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You should do that. I, You know, I'm tempted. Like, I'm tempted by so many of these. Because, all right, so Saturday we have Jurassic Park Woo! on 35mm. So excited. And then The Lost World Jurassic Park yeah, on 35mm. Those are two separate screenings, yeah. so they're not double features. But, but you should make back. your own yeah. double feature. They're back-to-back in the same screen. There's no overlap. I love You'll be able to see both. Yeah, gonna get I, my gold bloom on. I think I think the Lost World gets a lot of flack, and oh, I don't completely. understand that. I think it's amazing. I think it's, it's really fun. Oh my um, god! A lot of those bits of like in the film that a lot of people hate are bits that actually were in the first book. Yeah, like, it's just the, a it's the a idea rehash, of them going to yeah. to uh, the mainland. Mm-hmm. Like those were bits that were in the first book. That yeah, got cut out of the first film. Yeah, I mean, I really like. The Lost World. I mean, obviously, Jurassic Park is one of the most amazing, iconic, iconic films Completely. ever. Um, it further cemented, you know, Spielberg is the king yeah. of the blockbusters. But yeah, I mean, The Lost World's fun. Yeah. I think it's just really fun. I think people take it a little too serious. To be honest, like, in my opinion, I think it's better than the Jurassic World films that we're oh, getting right yeah. now. Yeah. And I'm not even like, I don't, I don't know. I don't I've hate them. I'm not both. hating on those films, but I just, they they're not as fun. To me, I've, I've seen both. Um, mm. And I saw both in quite close proximity to yeah. one another. And with the Jurassic World films, they just felt really forgettable. Yeah. Whilst I haven't seen Jurassic Park or Jurassic World in like maybe five years, the last mm-hmm. time I properly saw them. And I still remember it and I'm still excited about it. So yeah, it's yeah. just a testament to how, you know, timeless they are. Yeah, I guess. definitely. 
And also on Sunday, as we were saying, we have Close Encounters in the hey. evening. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which is amazing. But also we're that same ET? day, E.T. Yeah. and Raiders of the Lost Ark hey. are on that same day. So, God, how can you get a better weekend at the cinema? Because we have Jaws showing through the whole week. The whole week. So you can catch Jaws. You can catch Jurassic Park. You can catch Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Yes. You can catch E.T., you can catch Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones, the first yeah. Indiana Jones film, which is one of the best ones. If not the best. And Close Encounters of yeah. the Third Kind. I'm coming in for that. That'll be fun. Yeah. What a week. And yeah, I mean, I know Spielberg right now has a lot of flack coming with yeah. the whole uh, I have issues with this. It's thing. like, bro, this is the future. Yeah. At the same time, I almost can kind of agree with no, some I of I get what he's, where I mean, he's coming our from. jobs depend yeah. on people coming Completely. to see things at the cinema. And but at the same time, yeah. my generation, our jobs depend on, you know, diversifying, I guess, the landscape of the industry. I, d- I definitely think they should shake up the Academy a lot. I mean, yeah, obviously... Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do hope that they still try to keep cinema alive. Yeah, no, of course. So like, I love that we one. still show some Netflix stuff yeah. here, which is yeah. all around London, actually. Yeah, because, I mean, cool. Netflix is abiding by the codes yeah. of making sure their films get at least a week of screening. That's mm-hmm. all they actually need yeah. to, uh, the, to be eligible for yeah, the Academy, Academy Awards. Award. But, you know, I think maybe if they just meet in the middle ground somewhere, like, I think with a few of Netflix recent films, they did release first yeah. in cinemas at and least then for they, like a week or something, and, and then they then put that on, on Netflix. Yeah. I think that would be a better, yeah. sort of a healthier sort of uh, relationship, relationship with the it. internet. Yeah. And but I just want to say, Spielberg, chill out, man. Yeah, just, Scorsese's doing it. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, jump on, jump on board. Jump on board. I think people would really be excited because I know he's tried to transition into like television before, and I'm not really sure how well that went because mm. I think he. Pre- Produced or executive produced Terra Nova. I don't know if you saw that. Was that um, him? You might or am I thinking yeah. about somebody else? But I know that a lot of big film directors, when they do try to sort of keep up with the times, they're yeah. a bit like it seems a bit skeptical. But like I think it's becoming a lot more comfortable now, given like I mean, with with even more recent stuff, like Scorsese is a really great example because yeah. Rolling Thunder just came out, and mm-hmm. that's in cinemas and it's on Netflix. Yeah, and it's doing well here, and it's doing really well. Like, really and well. he's also, I mean, The Irishman's coming up, and that's mm-hmm. on Netflix. And most of his stuff is on Netflix now, right? Yeah, like, I think yeah. it is, yeah. The thing with the the whole where Spielberg's stance was that really bothered me is that I don't think he took into account how accessible the internet has made cinema, like mm-hmm. how, how it's become... Obviously, uh, definitely yeah, our jobs depend on it, but yeah. I would love for people younger than me or even people that don't have... Ac- or can't afford to don't have access to a cinema can have... Still an experience with yeah, films that can point. move yeah, people. Sure. So. Yeah, because it's not the cheapest thing in the world to go no, to No, completely. Yeah. Obviously, we're trying to make things as cheap as we can, but yeah. we're in central London and we get a lot of people complaining and stuff Being about like, our prices, but we are yeah. in central London competing with the biggest chains yeah. around. So it's hard. It's we're tough. We're doing pretty but, damn well, so. Yeah, we're doing the best we can. Um, you know, and I think like, you know, I think it's important, but I think you know, Spielberg should try to just get with the times a little bit, you know, yeah. and uh, I don't think he's like a grandpa shouting, get off my lawn or anything. No, 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 I no. just think he needs to like maybe embrace a bit of what's going on and with the future of film, but at the same time, maybe use his education as someone who cares yeah. a lot about cinema and the importance of film to educate young people on yeah, why completely. it's important and try to get more people to go see things yeah. in the cinema because uh, yeah, I mean, because uh, otherwise we're not hearing that. We just hear him. Sort of being like, or something. but you know, whatever. 
I, I think it's valid arguments on both sides. No, completely. To be honest. Uh, and finally, we're just trying to we're about to open the cinema here, so we're trying to get this done before people start rolling rolling, rolling down up, here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Team America: World Police. Oh yeah. On July Fourth. Oh my god. I forgot. What a week of films. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, this Team week America is amazing. So much fun. Like, it's I, such a as an American, movie. I'm excited yeah. for Team America: World Police to be yeah. coming. Um, maybe I'll double dip on Thursday next week. Yeah. See Team America and, then and Jaws. watch Jaws. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I'm an American. <laughs> and this is how I'm going to express. <laughs> I can do what I want. That's literally how yeah. every American in the world moves. Yeah, man. I'm American who's about to uh, embark on becoming possibly British and uh, I can throw up two fingers to... Hey, um, FDT, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly that's where i was going and you stopped me cool i had to think about it for a second and i was just like ah oh, okay. the kids yeah. these days and their acronyms <laughs> sounds good all right well what's going on the rest of the, this episode ah right so this episode we're going to talk about uh video game films yeah right with one Natalie of our Crowdlock. yeah another that's manager. manager yeah, yeah second manager of the season cool yeah so uh see you in a bit see you in a bit just stick tuned stay tuned stay stick around we're back, and we have our guest today. It's Natalie Prodluck. Hello. A.K.A. Nat. A.K.A. Manager Nat. Yeah, Manager Nat. <laughs> one, one of several Nats. One of yeah. several Nats. Actually, we're down to two now. Yeah, yeah, we used to have three. Shout yeah. out Natalie Mitchell. <laughs> she can... And also, also Natalie, Natalie Dobbs. The, I call her Natalie. Natalie. Dobby. It's a TH. Yeah, Dobby. Dobby, Dobby, Dobby with an H. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Nat? I'm all right. How you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. Um, We're okay. This is your first time on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And this is our second manager. Yeah. But we're also talking to possibly the longest reigning staff member. Yeah. Unless if you ask Paul Vickery, shout out, Paul. <laughs> there it is. I think I think Paul and I started around the same time. Really? Yeah. yeah. So did you start with Ralph as well? Uh-huh. Ah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> yeah, Ralph mentioned that last week. He was like, oh, yeah. I started around the same time as Paul, but he didn't mention that. What's up? Oh, What's up? the shade. Yeah. Oh my god. So Paul has this whole Rude. thing about how uh, he's the longest reigning. Yeah. Because uh, Nat left at one point and then she came back. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's the longest consecutive. Yeah. yeah. Staff member. Yeah. I briefly escaped. I had a year in exile up in mm -hmm. Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> Self-imposed exile. Yeah. I thought you'd done something wrong and then you were exiled to Newcastle. No, I just made a bad life choice. Uh, <laughs> as we all do. This is not to throw shade at Newcastle, but it was not a good idea to move to the northeast in at the height of the recession. Ooh. Oh yeah. Big yikes. Good good shots. Mm. I had to I work mean, in the Odeon. The Odeon. The Odeon. Guys. <laughs> we don't say the O word. <laughs> Sorry. In, so this, can, in this space. We can that. <laughs> Actually this is the first time that name has been dropped. Yeah, I know, because okay. the last time we tried to talk about it, um, they were really coy about it, so I appreciated that. Yeah. All right, cool. I don't really feel care. feel yeah. free to censor me. <laughs> How did you come across the Prince Charles Cinema the first time around? I had just left uni, mm -hmm. and I was doing some freelance camera work. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was kind of jobs were few and far between because mm -hmm. I was just starting out, and I needed a, a job to pay my bills. So I just carpet bombed the West End <laughs> with my CV, and uh, yeah, like I didn't hear anything for like two months, and then just randomly got a phone call. And then they hired me on the spot. Damn. Nice. Cool. Yeah. 
it is something of a, a lottery when you hand in it a CV. Is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we say the that a lot. I think Don't give up hope, up. guys, if you're yeah. on a job here. But yeah, a lot of it is just down to luck. Yeah, yeah. that comes up a lot. Like when we yeah, are talking yeah, to yeah. staff, it's all similar stories. It's all just like crazy luck that yeah. you ever even got a chance. Yeah. Um, what's some of your favorite things about working here? Like I've worked in a few cinemas. This one is probably the, the most fun place I've worked at. Mm -hmm. Like you definitely feel part of it rather than just a cog in a machine like mm -hmm. especially working for a chain yeah. mm -hmm. his name i won't mention <laughs> the chain who must not be named yeah um <laughs> so run. yeah i think the you know there's definitely a sense of being a team here mm -hmm. in a, a not yeah. obnoxious corporate way yeah <laughs> gang yeah natalie and i are on shift a lot of the time nowadays yeah we are. you do a lot Tuesday of Tuesdays. yeah Tuesday oh. crew. Tuesdays, okay. Yeah, Tuesdays okay. are good days. We used to do Wednesdays together as well, because now I'm never on Wednesdays anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. Um, so, yeah, when I started, Nat was always my manager, like every shift, because oh I had God. Tuesdays and Saturdays. Oh. Yeah, yeah I worked me, every you and Camille. single Saturday for years. <laughs> yeah. And you still do. <laughs> We're on Saturdays together. Every, yeah. every other every Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's yeah. nice you got that every other now mm. that you don't have to be in. Yeah, they finally yeah. threw me a bone. <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> We love this place, but Saturdays can be a tough day. Saturdays here at can the be a yeah. wild day. It really depends just what's re on. Yeah. yeah. It's always like one of the busiest days, obviously, because it's the weekend. But then there's always like something the always variable happens. of like a sing along or yeah. a hire or something. And it's like, uh, yeah. some days you just want to pull your hair out. Particularly back in the day when Frozen was here. <laughs> all it's the coming time. back, isn't it? Uh, it seems to peek oh. its head out at Christmas time. Are we not going to let it go? Uh,. I think get we out. did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get exiled to Newcastle yeah. now just for that part. <laughs> well, Nats, uh, you, you've also like have jumped around countries a lot. Mm. Yeah. So uh, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So you were born here in the UK, right? Yeah. And then we moved to Australia. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. Whereabouts in Australia? Uh, Perth initially. Okay. And then we moved up north to this little mining town in the middle of nowhere called mm. Caratha. Ah. Uh, so yeah, I was mostly living in Caratha, so it was like proper, yeah, proper, proper outback. Out yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then we moved back to Newcastle when I was eleven. Okay. So yeah. There's a lot of uh, crossover with Australia with this yeah. podcast. It seems one it of seems, our uh, yeah. guys who's emailed in twice is Australian. Yeah, so and we we don't know how, how we get found us. all the way yeah, to Australia. Interesting. Yeah. So you. Start working here at the cinema, but the thing is, you don't just do the cinema. You what else do mm -hmm. you do? Because I know what you do, but the listeners don't know yeah. what you do. Uh, so I stopped doing the camera stuff a few years back, um, and then I've done various other bits and bobs. I decided eventually that I would rather do what the actors were doing, so I went to drama school. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, so since then I've been doing little acting bits and bobs, uh, do some voiceover stuff, that's something I'm really into, and do some gaming stuff on on the internet, on, <laughs> on the YouTube. On the YouTube. <laughs> on the YouTube. That's yeah. what the kids call it, right? Yeah. On the YouTube. The YouTube, yeah. <laughs> the Facebook. Like, the I'm, interwebs. A, I'm a gaming YouTuber over mm -hmm. 30, so, you know, I'm super old for, the, that, for that genre. For, I don't know. But, I don't think so. 
I mean, there are some older ones, but yeah. you know, I like it's so. at the moment. I think is dominated by like twenty-year-old Fortnite players. Yeah, but that like but watched those people, by twelve-year-old Fortnite players. They're all on know. Twitch. They're all on Twitch, but also I feel <laughs> that's like the thing. Yeah, YouTube's Fortnite getting a little old now. Like, I feel like Fortnite low-key doesn't count. Full offense. <laughs> yeah. It's free Suck too. It's Fortnite. free, and it's like I'm great at Fortnite. If you didn't pay, I just like it. Really, if you didn't pay for the game, then it's not. It's yeah, not it's not really worth, worth it. Exactly. We're just gonna get so many people hating on us for hating on Fortnite noobs <laughs> come at me come at me i will um, fight you off so yeah your handle's yep. uh, left hand shake right yes don't yeah. ask me where that came from i just pulled it i was literally going to i was gonna ask that as well i figured it had something to do with it you're like left-handed you are yeah, lefty. i mean yeah. that that's it kind of incidental yeah i guess i mean if i wasn't left-handed i probably wouldn't have gone with the name but that's not it would have just been shaked <laughs> shake. Yeah. yeah well um the whole left hand thing is actually mm -hmm. kind of funny with that because i've walked into the office numerous times and like the whole computer setup like we have a oh, we have a, a, a computer that's for the the manager. teacher managers mm -hmm. and we all share it and stuff when we're on shift and that's always swapped over because she's got she's got her mouse on the left hand side and <laughs> it's always well, just like oh left-handed okay and then you complain about the mouses like you need they're not, yeah, yeah they're, like this mice? whole thing of ambidextrous mice is yeah. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like the office is set up. Uh, to favor the right-handed ones. <laughs> yes, exactly. But we've got we've got another computer on the other side that we need to use. Mm -hmm. So the mouse is on the left-hand side for that. Yeah. But then the clicks are the wrong yeah, way yeah, out, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's very confusing. All confusing. Yeah. See, I, don't, I don't know this world. Yeah. yeah. I know the... The tall person world, which <laughs> yeah. also Nat doesn't really know. <laughs> this, this is not something I'm familiar with. I'm like no. the only person at the cinema who yeah. doesn't have to worry about smacking their head on I everything. I don't have to worry about well, that. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess you don't either. Yeah. I smacked my head on something the other day and I was really <laughs> just it was startled. It's not yeah. something I have to deal with. <laughs> I was like, what the hell just happened? Now you know my pain. Yeah, now <laughs> I just watch all my mates that are over six foot hit their heads on the, the beam at the kiosk and I'm just like, ha! Yeah. But then I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I literally walk like a hunched over man yeah. in our kiosk area because it's like, it's it's literally just a hobbit's den. And yeah. I feel like I'm And then Gandalf. the door, the door between the kiosk and the staff room, it's oh. the funniest thing walking Jonathan walk in and out between yeah. that. Because Nat and I are just like, whoop. Yeah, cool. Yeah. This is a regular door. I've seen, I've seen you just clear it normally. Before. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then you're so just unfair. like crawling through the John Malkovich door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when uh, when Ellen Green was here mm -hmm. yeah. the other week, uh, she came here for the little shop of horrors thing we did, mm -hmm. and she came into the office, and that's exactly what she said. She was yeah. like, "It's like being John Malkovich." <laughs> yeah. Little did she know that being John Malkovich was shown on the same night. Yeah, on the same night. Yeah, as, <laughs> I was there for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, maybe she didn't know maybe she was stalking us uh, um so we talked a little bit about australia as we came in we were about to i think i stopped recording actually yeah. and re-record it but you guys were doing australian accents and <laughs> we stuff talking, and the reason <laughs> why be a is because we're heading into the reason why we're here okay um nat's talked about how she likes video games playing video games doing it on youtube and stuff and we're just gonna throw the f format out the window today yep. and talk about video game movies Woo! and loosely tie it into our program because yep. Street Fighter is coming Woo! in the in... John Cole Van Damme Marathon oh, yep. <laughs> yep, yep. on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Brace yourselves. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be lit. So I'm excited. I just want to ask you, what did Tomb Raider, Need for Speed, 
Dead or Alive, Super Mario Brothers, Street Fighter, Resident Evil, Assassin's Creed, Doom, Max Payne, Hitman, Double Dragon, and Silent Hill all have in common. They suck. Yeah, they're all shit yeah, they're movies. Shitty movies. <laughs> I was about to say, I thought it was going to be a trick quest with <laughs> movies. No, they're just all bad movies. They're terrible um, movies, but I love Street Fighter so much. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Street Fighter was made in 1994. Mm. Uh, it was starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Capcom, who made the games, mm-hmm. decided to make this awesome film. And for some reason, they thought, you know, hey, let's take the most awesome character in the whole entire game, yeah. Guile, Colonel Guile, and make Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> Colonel Guile. because that like all-American superstar. Yeah. That makes some yeah. sense. Hey, he can be an American of Belgian descent. Let him live. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't understand no. how they even decided to uh, make Guile the lead character in a yeah. film as well. Because come on, I mean. interesting. When yeah. Ryu and Ken are right there. Yeah, Ryu when Chun-Li is, like, is right there. Yeah. yeah. The, like, there's so many more appealing characters. Like, as a kid, I mean, even Blanca, like, he had a big yeah. role in the film, but he was, uh, that's one of the worst bits of the oh, film. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, and they didn't give, uh, they didn't give Guile his hairstyle, his signature hairstyle. Yeah. I was disappointed by that. No, it's because yeah. they had to prioritize that goddamn brain. I mean, that would have just been a little too ridiculous. A little too I guess. ridiculous. A little well, too ridiculous. It could go to more blame of Van Damme. Uh, he took a eight million of the thirty three million dollar budget. Oh wow! Holy um, shit! Just to be in the film, an icon. And then they also had Raul Julia, who actually, to Shut be honest, up, was Bison. the best part of the film. <laughs> yeah, like for for what he was working with, he yeah. did a stand up job. I know. Mm-hmm. Bison makes me Blessing. laugh so And it was his last film. Yeah, it was his last film. Yeah, he died like two months before the film came out. Uh, yeah, because yeah. he was listed in the credits as like uh, like via Condios, like this, yeah. this yeah, uh, yeah. tribute to him. It's kind of confusing his whole death. Uh, there was a lot of rumors that he had uh, stomach cancer before, but also there's rumors of he him having like a really bad uh, food Something poisoning. Like sushi, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he eventually had a stroke. But when he came on to do the film, mm-hmm. he was... Uh, the first few weeks or whatever, they had to basically just reshoot or shoot around him because he was really weak when he first came on to set. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually started to like, you know, mm-hmm. get yeah. a little bit more in shape and stuff. And they I mean, were if able you to look, he's like, you can tell he's lost quite a lot of weight yeah. compared to like, if you watch Adam's family yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So yeah, he unfortunately, uh, I think, uh, had a stroke and went into a coma and died four days uh, oh later. Oh, my God. Dang. But, yeah, Dang. he's definitely the high point of the film. Yeah. Uh, he didn't really know much about the film, the series or, like the or anything, yeah. but his kids were fans of Street Fighter, and they were like, oh, yeah. if you, you know, it'd be great if you were doing that. And mm-hmm. he was just like, yeah, I'll do it just to hang out with my kids and stuff. Aww. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. I love him. Colonel Bison's like ambitions are like, yeah, I want to make super soldiers and I sort of want to take over the world under the guise of world peace, but I also want to give room for fast food chains to expand their business <laughs> in my land. And a I true was like, capitalist. A true capitalist. I literally went, you are so ahead of your time. Yeah. Um, I was like, that's very, a dictator. <laughs> very much uh, a president that we all yeah, that are we, familiar with. That right we now. Did, yeah. <laughs> And uh, hamburgers, yeah, hamburgers. <laughs> uh, Van Damme apparently was doing ten thousand dollars worth of coke a day during the filming. Of- Whoa, <laughs> and he caused a lot of issues with uh, the director Stephen E. DeSalzo. He wrote was, the film as well, yeah. He yeah. was known for writing, uh, or helping write 
films such as Die Hard mm-hmm. and I think maybe 48 Hours as well. I mean, he had a really good track record. Yeah, with action films. And then yeah. And then he did end. this film. I can't really blame him in no, general. No, um, I, I was mentioning to Nat and if any listeners who follow us uh, might know the guys from Wrestle Talk, mm-hmm. there's uh, Luke Owen. He wrote a book about video games. Uh, one day I would like to have him on and we can maybe have Nat back and we can just do like a everything we've said wrong about video, video game, game films and yeah. this he can re- have a rebuttal yeah. but yeah, um, he can come and rebut yeah. everything we've said yeah. <laughs> but i don't know like i think we've prefaced talk. yeah we prefaced it pretty well street fighters it, it masterpiece shout out kylie minogue <laughs> <laughs> i think there's, the thing about video game films in general is just that like and they all they're all like cult films now yeah. like because they're all so bad that like yeah. they just come they out become, on the other end they're mm-hmm. kind of good in a mm-hmm. weird way like yeah. they're fun to watch there's but. a certain yeah i mean i think especially for kind of people our age those like 90s films you know there's mm-hmm. a certain amount of uh nostalgia goggles mm-hmm. going on there i mean i quite yeah. i watched street fighter again last night and i kind of enjoyed it i yeah, had so much i watched fun. it a, f- a few months ago or whatever like when so we showed funny. it um I think what did it have its 25th anniversary mm-hmm, this year. Mm-hmm. So I watched it like earlier, uh, like a couple months ago. And yeah, it was still really fun. It's, I remember being really disappointed though as a kid when I saw it because I was just like, oh, Street Fighter is going to be great. And then like, I was really, you know, big fan of Ryu and Ken. And next thing I know, like Ryu and Ken just are. Yeah. Crap. They're like, they're skeevy con artists. They're yeah. skeevy con artists, but I feel like they get the best lines. Yeah. Like they get, they get the best things to do. Mm. like they get to be both good guys and bad guys and then they get to be sort of like eh, we're kind of absolved from everything we've ever done and yeah. also we're redeemed at the end because we want to fix this southeast asian country yeah it almost feels like they're gonna do something kind of cool but then the next thing you know like you have the vulture yeah. swoop in mm-hmm. sort of like uh brooklyn 99 yeah and it's uh just Van Damme, Van Damme just coming out, coming in and saving the day, even though he kind of did nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I like um, I keep forgetting about the because I hadn't seen Street Fighter in a while, but I forgot about that bit where like one of the hostages is one of Van Damme's friends, and then he gets turned into this like Hulk oh, yeah, monster super Blanca, soldier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that art completely, and then I rewatched. It. I was like, oh my god, yeah, that happened yeah. because they were playing, and I was having such a good time because when the doctor was like reprogramming him reprogramming him to put in all the good stuff quote-unquote good stuff there was like a clip of martin luther king's i have a dream and i went that makes him inherently not racist thank you for programming (laughs) (laughs) yeah a funny thing about it is that like there was like so steven e de salsa sorry his name is really hard to say um but anyway the director he uh didn't want to shoehorn elements from the game uh, so there was no like supernatural elements yeah. to people's powers and stuff. So there's yeah, no Hadoukens. The yeah. This is the thing like, I noticed, right? Like for a film called Street Fighter, there's not, not there's not actually that much fighting in yeah. it until the end, and a lot of that is like gunfights. Nor are yeah. they in the street. They're in like a base half the time. Like, False advertising. I think but yeah, and there are no special moves. Like yeah. you know, Van Damme does that backflip kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, like a couple about, times. Yeah, though I did spot one moment where Ryu does the kind of like Hadoken hand move. Yeah, yeah. And there's like this lame little flash. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, was that meant to was be something? Was that meant to be it? And then yeah. Ken is fighting uh there's a bit where Ken is fighting Sagat. Mm-hmm. And he does what I guess was their shitty version of a dragon punch, but it's literally, he just does an uppercut and like spins around. Like he doesn't leave the ground. No, no. 
And I was yeah. like, oh, he's firmly dude. planted. I think I was like, yeah, Chanley jumps out of a window once. Yeah, yeah. they that they needed it. to have her do the spinning bird. Yeah, kick. yeah, yeah. I really <laughs> wanted to see. So uh, I remember back when Luke was doing the, he was doing the intro from when we did the 25th anniversary mm-hmm. for, Street Fighter. for Street Fighter. He was talking about a lot of the problems with this film was that they were basically the Capcom wanted all the characters to be in the film. And mm-hmm. Stephen, De, uh, Stephen E. DeSalzo was, uh, he's always like, writing a very small script with few characters and there's only a few important characters mm-hmm. but capcom's like hey we're selling video games you know yeah, we need to like, throw everyone in and that's yeah. why there's so many random characters yeah. that you know from the games that are just like shoehorned in as like yeah. just yeah. a really random person in and the like film. some of them you don't even realize like you don't even realize who they are until later on like all of a sudden there's uh oh what was the guy's name t hawk yeah. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, like he's just been in kind of regular army uniform yeah, yeah. for most he's of the, the film, and all of a sudden guy, right? it's like, oh, what is this new outfit he's got on? <laughs> that is. Uh... Oh, he's wearing a headband. Oh, it's a Native American. It's a little problematic. Yeah. <laughs> and Dalsim, like everyone's got like weird jobs and shit in yeah. this film. Like Guile, obviously, is still, still a, a soldier, but you know, like Ryu and Ken are con artists. Chun Li is, is a, a journalist. journalist, like and Balrog and Honda. Balrog and Honda are her like are her news, news crew. crew, and for some <laughs> reason Honda is Hawaiian in this. Yeah, and they're yeah. like the the news crew that transitioned from being you know professional you know wrestlers or boxers into being logical career tech people, like into being, <laughs> And I was like, that's that's impressive. Actually, I mean to be do? honest, like you got to have a backup plan exactly. if you're going to be a pro wrestler. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, pro sumo wrestler, pro boxer. If yeah. a dictator suddenly ruins your career. <laughs> or sorry, an arms dealer ruins your career, then you have your career in journalism to fall back on. I noticed as well with Honda, uh, like I'm not sure what the decision was, like mm-hmm. why they made him Hawaiian, but fine, whatever. But I also noticed like almost every time it cuts to him, there's like Hawaiian music. <laughs> oh my like God. Luau music. Oh my God, like, really? What the? That, that's yikes. Yeah, it that's is a bit yikes. Big yikes. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention Kali uh, Minogue was in uh, Street Kali Fighter. Uh, she Mike. was in that only because Australia basically needed to have yeah. somebody representing them as they but made the film played, in Australia. she played a British person. Yeah, yeah she's British. She yeah. played Cami. Cammy, her accent kept really, slipping, and I was like, yep, "Yeah, there you go, sister. Come on yeah. through." She was really bad in the film. Yep, <laughs> she's <a> bad actress. Yep. <laughs> Stick to pop music. Mm. Uh, but we, if we want to compare it to another popular film uh-huh. that came out the next year, yep. another popular video game film that would be Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This was directed by Paul W. S. Anderson. And it's not, it's not, not Paul, Paul Thomas not, Anderson. Not Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, but he would go on to do the Resident Evil series. Mm-hmm. So he's basically just a video game director mm-hmm. uh, man. <laughs> video but, yeah. game director man. But Hi, I'm video game director man. This Paul is my card. W. S. Anderson. Not to be confused game. with the other one. <laughs> the Phantom video game director man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Mortal Kombat, for me, I feel like is probably one of the best video game films ever made. I know a lot of people hate it, mm. but I, I think more people like it than It's better than it. Street Fighter. It's so much better. It is, it, it's an objectively better film. Yeah, I feel like they got a lot of things I mean, it's a not lot more a lot. right. That's not saying a lot. Yeah, this, this, yeah, the bar is low. But as far as like just a really silly film that came mm-hmm. out in the 90s, I remember absolutely loving it, and I felt like, all right, they're hitting the the nail on the head with this it was like it was up until they made the second one Annihilation and I think they just kind of 
shot it out too fast because the first one was a hit that it, they kind of yeah. just screwed everything. And considering up. like what uh, I don't know what rating the first one had, but like considering mm. the violence was yeah, like pretty. the big thing about mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. But obviously, the film they want it to appeal to the masses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so considering it lost a lot of that element, yeah. like it's you know, it did pretty well. Could, could have been worse. Yeah. Well, here's some things I think worse. it got could have been right. Fighter. Uh, some of the things I think it got right is mm-hmm. uh, that it followed Liu Kang, mm-hmm. the most popular character yep. in the series, and yeah. particularly at that time, and he's played by Robin Shu, who uh, basically. You just know as Luke King, but yeah, he did he did have a really big role in Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris yeah. Farley. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. And then uh my mind is Luke King is handpicked by Lord Raiden, who's Christopher Lambert from Highlander, who I guess is like the biggest star in the film. Yeah. Um, and alongside Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade to compete Shout in a tournament Blade. of Mortal Kombat to stop evil sorcerer Shang Tsung. He's played by Johnny Kapahala's grandfather, the OG Johnny Tsunami. Um, the OG. Yeah. <laughs> got that on in there. Yeah, we got to get that in there uh, from taking over the realms. So basically, come on, like that's 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 what Mortal it Kombat. is. Yeah, that's they got it right. It did. Yeah. They actually got it right. So yeah. you can't really. And there's fault a lot them of fighting much. in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, come on, it's a tournament. Fighting games, they're not heavy on story. No, no, yeah. they're not. Like, if you're gonna make a film about it, just put a shitload of fighting in it. Yeah, and the thing and about be, them, you'll be grand. They're heavy on character in the way that there's lots of variety, but you don't necessarily understand every character's motive because there is no story most of the time. Mm. Or there'll be, you know, like a little, little, yeah, a little cut bit. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they tried to throw in a few little things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so to call back on uh, the last film, Street Fighter, we were talking about, so Van Damme actually turned down the role of Johnny Cage. Wow. <laughs> and then he did Street Fighter instead. Yeah. I think he should have just done Johnny. I mean, he should have just no, been I, Johnny Cage. It would have been way just better. Not done either. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, what else okay, is he gonna yeah, do? Come on, true. like it's not like. True. I mean, I love I love Van Damme, but it's not splits. like yeah. Come on, yeah. it's like he's 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 the guy. He's a bit of a one trick pony, really, isn't he? Yeah. Like yeah. he's just gonna be in an action film, and we would have gotten a better Van Damme out of. Out but of I don't know. Maybe Johnny he would have if if he was in the film as Johnny Cage. I felt like he would have maybe train wrecked the film if he was yeah. on coke the entire I think that's time. Oh likely. I, I think the good thing about Mortal Kombat is that it had a lot of the action stuff in it and the supernatural elements that were really good. You know yeah. that were missing from mm-hmm. Street Fighter. So yeah, like Street yeah. Fighter basically took out all of the cool stuff. About yeah, Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and just I mean, left their names. And obviously, the greatest theme song ever. Mm. The Mortal Kombat theme song mm-hmm. is so good from the film. I don't remember. You don't remember that? I don't remember. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. We're gonna, gonna get copyright strike. Yeah, I remember. I, I like I took karate at that time, obviously, because there was Ooh. three ninjas. There was Mortal Kombat. There was yeah, two, the Karate Kid. The Karate Kid. There was too many films, mm-hmm. especially in the yeah, early yeah. '90s, that were just like yeah, so tailor made to get kids right into martial arts. I was well into it and we used to do weapons. Like nunchucks uh, and stuff? Yeah, some kids did. But I, I did bow staff okay. and, you know, just twirling around a stick, basically. Kia! Kia. And, <laughs> and, uh, and everyone used the Mortal Kombat theme song oh God, for their musical. So it was like a musical weapons. Yeah, it was nuts, man. It was just... That's so cute. Like, it was really lame because it was like everyone in my karate school. So we yeah. would... Sometimes there'll be one after another at a 
at a tournament or something like that. It'd be, and, you'd and it'd walk be on the, to the Mortal Kombat theme Yeah, song. it's just the same stupid song <laughs> over did, and over. We didn't have karate at my school and I did jiu-jitsu growing up. And that was like more so because I was really into Tekken. But mm. it had nothing to do with the fighting style. It was kind of just like, oh, I kind of want to be cool like that, you know? <laughs> Which is why I think everybody learns martial No, obviously to protect ourselves, but also like to kind of be, you know. They made a Tekken cool. film, right? Yeah, they did. It was terrible. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. So many. God, they've made so many. Hello. This is Future Nat interrupting this podcast to address a glaring omission. Now, there's plenty we didn't have time to discuss while recording this episode, but it would be a pretty huge oversight to have a discussion about video game movie adaptations and not mention infamous German film director Uwe Boll. Yes, apparently that is how you pronounce it, and yes, I did have to look it up. Boll is a fairly prolific director who made his name in the early to mid-2000s by churning out a glut of terrible video game adaptations. Some of the crimes against filmmaking on his rap sheet include House of the Dead, Alone in the Dark, Blood Rain, and Far Cry, all of which were critically panned, all of which were box office flops of epic proportions. It would be easy to dismiss Ball's risible back catalogue as the work of a talentless hack cashing in on a trend, but Ball has often taken criticism of his films incredibly personally. In 2006, he famously challenged a number of his harshest critics to face him in the boxing ring. If you're interested in how that turned out, there's a documentary you might want to check out ingeniously titled Raging Ball. Well played, chaps. Now, it's entirely likely these bouts were more about defending his ego than defending his work, but no one sets out to make a bad film, right? Well... Ball owes his career in large part to a German tax law, which stated that any investment in filmmaking was 100% tax-deductible. This, of course, opened up the floodgates with investors buying up the rights to video game properties that had been sitting on a producer's shelf in Hollywood for years, setting up a shell company in Germany, and churning out cheap, quick film adaptations of said games, all as a means of moving large amounts of money around tax-free. And there was no need for the films to be any good because the production company would only have to pay tax if the film made a profit. Kiching. The bubble burst in 2008 when the law was changed, and Ball would later turn to crowdfunding to finance his films. Most of these campaigns failed spectacularly, however, and Ball released a now infamous retirement video on YouTube in 2015, heartwarmingly titled Fuck You All. Yeah, we can't talk about video game films without mentioning Super Mario Brothers. Hey. You watched that recently as well, didn't you? Yeah, I also watched that last night. Now, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, I saw Super Mario Brothers, I saw when it came out mm-hmm. in the cinema mm-hmm. because Jurassic Park was sold out because it was opening weekend. Oh, man. And that, that is the, a film that, to compete with. That was the only thing that they still had tickets to. I think it came out like a week before Jurassic Park or mm-hmm. two weeks before in the UK. Um, so yeah. You have Bob Hops- Hoskins is uh, Mario Mario, and then John Lugazamo <laughs> is Luigi Mario. That because they the needed last station. names. They needed last names, didn't funny. they? Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that scene. What yeah. were their last names? Mario. Yeah, that Mario Mario. Mario Mario. Like, yeah, Luigi Mario. That, was, yeah, 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 that right. was never a thing yeah, ever, yeah. but they were like, hey, let's just Mario, yeah. Mario. give them last names. Yeah, that was another film that was just like, I, th- I feel like most video game films, the problem with them is that it's just, they're usually made by people who have no idea 
what's going on in these games mm-hmm. and they don't care about what's going on in these games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it was the, a cynical cash grab. Yeah, the directors of the film like just want to make some like dark, you know, dark adult Mario. film. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I read Mario. somewhere that, you know, they were like, oh yeah, you know, we can do with uh, Mario like what Tim Burton did with uh, <laughs> Batman. It's like, no, just So no. weird. Tim Burton's Mario. <laughs> I like to read the original <laughs> script of Mario the Super Mario Brothers because apparently it was a hell of a lot more like the actual game. Okay. So I hear, yeah. yeah. It, would have it was been... actually more kind of fantastical. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because that's what Mario is. It's a little crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be honest, apparently the I, I will say that Louis, like, sorry, um, Yoshi in the film mm-hmm. was really kind of cool, but it wasn't Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just cool for the time. It was an anima, really nice animatronic dinosaur Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. apparently took like nine people to run. Um, And it was hardly in the film. But anyway, like it was not Yoshi. Mm -hmm. It was just some weird little Tyrannosaurus with like big eyes. Yeah. If he's Um, not swallowing people and crapping out, then what's the point? Yeah. And it's he's not, he's not, not, really my not big enough to ride like yeah. a horse. Hashtag not my Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, if uh, if oh God, can you just could you imagine that? social media like being around back then? Yeah, like the amazing. amount of fanboys that would yeah. shit on that Yoshi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, sad. the the first time a trailer would come out, it would get as you know. But we're gonna have to talk about the future of video game films. Mm. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. Coof. Oof is the right word. Yeah. I feel so bad for the animators that have to work overtime. Yeah. yeah. To get I mean the the release like, date of the film has been, been pushed, pushed back. Yeah. So pushed hopefully back, like, they're not gonna have to crunch. Something. Yeah. Oh. And hopefully they're getting paid. Yeah. Because this is what happens with animators sometimes. But then again, paid. we do have Jim Carrey on the film and he's yeah. one of those twenty million dollar man yeah. uh actors. I mean, so. regardless of the uh, the design of the actual Jim Sonic Carrey is going to be fucking great. It, it looks so bad. Yeah, so bad. But Jim Carrey so is going to be so good. Really? So, did you I guys? Can, oh my god! The end. Him at the end, like after like the credit, like where they're like coming. Oh yeah, when he finally actually he finally looks, actually like, looks like, like yeah. I was just like, no, this is yeah. he is my only hope. <laughs> James Marsden can go back to yeah. doing Westworld. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I think Jim Carrey will Jim probably Carrey be the best it. thing yeah. of, of the film. Who's playing Sonic? Like, who, who's voicing Sonic? Does I don't know. 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 It should be Jaleel White, though. You know, <laughs> the original Sonic. That? The, the original Sonic, man. Yeah. He was the Sonic <laughs> in the... Was the original. Yeah, he was in the uh, cartoon. It was oh, my amazing. God, yeah. I remember that. So yeah. good. Did Sonic do that? He had a voice that was kind of like this. Oh, like, my God. Hey, what's up, Tails? Let's go. <laughs> Did anyone see Pokemon's uh, latest film, the Detective Pikachu Pikachu film? Of course. I did. Yeah? Yeah. What did you think? I liked it. I really liked it as well. It is, yeah, it's one of the few video game movies that does not completely suck. No, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's really, it's really predictable, but it's adorable and it's actually funny. And I think Ryan Reynolds was really, really funny. He was. He was was good. Like, it's really good genuinely entertaining yeah yeah and i still need to see it that's good and needed I, more needed more bulbasaur yeah. yeah and i think okay that's another thing the character design in detective pikachu is so great they worked yeah. so hard on it, it looks so much better yeah, yeah it yeah. looks so much better and it's really like you don't feel like you've been robbed of your childhood yeah, yeah they're true to the original design true, yeah and that's like oh that's what it look like in yeah. real life it's none of this and pokemon go bullshit i think it, you know like it had 
it was well written enough yeah. that, you know, even, you know, like if you're a parent taking your kid to see it or something. You'll still have fun with there'll it. There'll still be something yeah. that you can get out of it. Like some of, you know, a lot of the humor is just going to go over the over head. Over the kids. Way says. over the yeah. head. Like yeah. Pikachu makes some really off-color cool. jokes. Yeah. And yeah. that Pikachu's whole, a raunchy the Mr. Mime interrogation scene <laughs> gets dark. Oh, wow. Well, okay. It's brutality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's good I though. Really liked it. Those mm. make the best sort of films for kids and families and stuff because you always have to have the joke for the parents that you have to have something yeah exactly keep them entertained yeah yeah. and that's the difference between like oh yeah we're here to make a film that's entertaining and we'll make lots of money or here we're gonna cash in on this thing that's popular yeah Yeah. like you can see that and it was a good it was a good choice to do something off the wall like that in terms yeah. of story mm-hmm. rather than just have like our main characters a Pokemon trainer and he's in a tournament yeah I feel like that would have been good like quite a few years ago yeah um, perhaps but then also out. that's what all the anime like all the animated films and all the anime was for yeah yeah, I mean, you can you can lines. get away with that more in a in a series. I yeah, think. yeah, no, completely. Uh, but for a film, it's better just to have that kind of self-contained story. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Detective Pikachu is actually a game. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which I've played. It's pretty good. It, Although it ends on a cliffhanger, you don't get like the the film does have a proper conclusion yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. that you don't get in the game. So mm-hmm. maybe there'll be a sequel, but they've mm. kind of ruined the ending yeah. now for anyone who's that wants to play the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, we do have to start to wrap up, obviously, mm. with time because Nat has to go work. <laughs> uh, but we will play a quick game called Two Real, One Fake, where I'll give you three video game films. Two are real one and one fake. is fake. So you have to tell me which one is fake news. <laughs> it's fake news. Um, so murders. we have Halo 4, Ford Unto Dawn, Wing Commander, and then Castlevania. Which one's fake? Ooh. Castlevania is a series. Yeah. It's an anime series. It's an anime series. Um, I'm not smart enough to fool yeah. that. Yep, you're right. So Halo 4 actually legit, was a, yeah. a legit film. Uh, Wing Commander from 1999. Yeah. It was uh, starring Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, and Matthew Lillard. Just a couple. Shout out, shout out Scooby-Doo. Oh God. A few years before Scooby-Doo. Before Scooby-Doo. I am gonna, okay, this is a double bill that needs to happen. Yeah. Wing Commander and Scooby-Doo. So I'm just putting yeah. that out there. Paul. Paul. Shout out, Paul. Uh, but yeah, Lillard Castlevania uh, is, an is an animated mm-hmm. series. Uh, it was rumored to be made into an actual film by guess who? Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> but it got canned in the writer's strike in 2007. So they ended up making the hit Netflix, Netflix yeah. animated series out mm-hmm. of it. If only Dragon Ball Evolution Stop. had also gotten canned oh, by the writer's oh, strike. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that physically that physically hurts me, not only yeah. as somebody who loves Dragon Ball, but as an Asian person. Yeah. <laughs> this fully I, hurts me. I feel like that's a story for another podcast mm. episode also, where we talk about films that, that's more a- films that have ruined your childhood. Yeah. Also, <laughs> before we go, Natalie, a very important question for yep. popcorn. Sweet, salted or mixed? I do not like popcorn. <gasps> oh my god! We've got a, no yeah, answer. A no answer. Wow. That's Shit. the first. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just from working here for yeah. for so long. Just the yeah, the novelty has worn off. What used to be your favorite before, before you got ruined yeah. by being here too long? Probably, probably sweet. I guess sweet. Okay. another one. A little sweet bit of gang. sweet too. Sweet gang. All right. So now, where can people find you? You can find me. Uh, on YouTube, uh, it's just if you just go to YouTube, it's just Left Hand Shake or one mm. word. Um, I sometimes stream on Twitch. My channel is Left Hand Shake Live because 
some arsehole already already took the left hand shake. They don't stream ever. What oh, if it's man. like you so from the past that made an account and you forgot about it? <laughs> the, the look on Nat's face just seemed like she that might have happened. Like, oh, maybe, oh, maybe I did do that. Um, just forgot my password. Yeah. It's like an old email. Uh, and also, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, again, someone stole left hand shake, so it's underscore left hand shake. Oh, uh, okay. Underscore. Yeah. Underscore left hand shake. I just talk bollocks about games on there. Yeah, that's cool though. I mean, it's if good, you like games, yeah. you follow like Nat. playing video games or watching people stream games mm-hmm. and all that jazz, that, then follow Nat. I do occasionally make some more informative videos. Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. that like you. Tutorial type. Yeah, 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 I saw yeah, a tutorial yeah. you had that was like actually had quite a few views. views. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, it was like yeah. Sixty some thousand views mm-hmm. for what game was it? It was Fallout Four. Fallout Four. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah. I'm not a gamer anymore. I used to play. It was like a game. really specific tutorial. Yeah, yeah, Fallout yeah. Four. Yeah. One last quick question about video games, but like, what film would you want to be made out of a video game? Ooh. Out of all the mm. video games that you might liked in your past, that would most likely translate NBA Two K Sixteen. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good year. Gosh, I don't know. Um, I was going to say maybe maybe Fallout, just because I, yeah. I really yeah. like the world. But the the problem with Fallout is that you are the main character. Yeah. So any any protagonist that they create for the film, like it you're is. not going to connect to. Exactly. This is the problem with a lot of first person. Like, I think that's yeah. the problem with video games in general. Yeah, it's exactly. Just they're, it's really hard to. There's the exception of you get to play a protagonist, wherein you can still sort of identify through them. But with Fallout, yeah, that's going to be really and tough. You know, when when you make a a film of a a video game, you're removing an element rather than adding anything to it. Yeah, which I think is why they usually suffer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably another thing. Stories in video games, like video games themselves, are more about gameplay, Mm -hmm. but the actual story of the game probably isn't as full as it would be if you were to adapt a book because mm-hmm. it's actually a story yeah. whereas a lot of the the point of a video game is for you to like play the game and just you being able to make decisions as you go along yeah Not and really. you do you do get yeah you know especially nowadays there are yeah, a lot of, of games that are very story Sorry, heavy like i feel like if the last of us would be adapted into a film that'd be great mm. yeah i'd say that's one of the few yeah. few exceptions yeah all right. Well, maybe it'll yeah. get made. I, th- I feel like that is on a list of something to get made in the future in the mm-hmm. pipeline. The Last of Us. Probably. Yeah. I mean, the game made money, so yeah. oh, and even Fallout, yeah. I think, is yeah. actually on the list. So we'll see. Cool. Um, you can always follow us at the PCC Podcast on Twitter, or, or you can email us at podcast at fringestylecinema dot com. Please yeah. email us. Yeah, and you can let us know how bad we did at talking about, about video, video game movies. Yeah. And if you want, you can shout out some of your favorite video game uh-huh. films or if you want to shout out kylie minogue you can do that too yeah uh <laughs> pop star actress kylie minogue let us know Hope so. Uh, <laughs> yeah so follow not at underscore the left hand shake on twitter mm-hmm. and follow her on youtube youtube at left hand shake mm-hmm. or left hand shake live right on, on twitch, twitch. Mm-hmm. left hand shake live on twitch yeah. yeah you can follow me at tall for all t-a-l-l the number four all and on you're on Twitter, where? Instagram, Facebook, all of them. Sweet. And you can follow me at Ariane Anandita 
Yeah, if you listen to this, you know how to spell that on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, so thanks for listening. We'll have Nat again sometime, I'm sure. We'll talk about more video game films or something or whatever, you know, coming up. Okay, I have to go yeah. and do my job. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks, Nat, for coming on. See ya. Bye-bye.